This episode is brought to you by Dietz and Watson. Uh, Molly, it's time we have the talk about hot dogs. Oh, oh, okay. Well, hey, (laughs) I'm looking for a hot dog that's the real deal, Matthew. Like a classic hot dog that like when you think of like the platonic ideal of a hot dog, Mm -hmm. I recommend Dietz and Watson's Dietz Dogs. Ah, well, I've heard that they're handcrafted and made using only Dietz and Watson premium meat. I can vouch for this because Dietz and Watson sent us a big box of hot dogs and other delights. And wife of the show, Lori, and I had them for dinner last night. We had uh, the classic beef Dietz dogs with uh, toasted buns with sauerkraut and pickled jalapenos and Dietz and Watson ballpark style yellow mustard. Do you think you'd recommend Dietz and Watson hot dogs for fried rice? Oh, yeah. Fried rice with some sliced hot dogs. I'm going to be doing that soon. Wife of the show, Lori, is going to be making the hot dog flour buns from Christina Cho's cookbook, Mooncakes and Milk Bread. Very excited for this. Mm, And I'm especially pleased because Dietz and Watson does things the right way. So this means like no additives, no fillers, no artificial flavors, no cutting corners. You can feel good about this stuff. Dietz and Watson. It's a family thing since 1939. Shop now at Dietz slash the right way. That's Dietz, D I E T Z, and Watson.com slash the right way. This episode is brought to you by Full Pole Wines. You know how at the bookstore, sometimes they get the, the staff to write recommendations that they tape on the bookshelf for, you know, their favorite books? Yeah. And now at the grocery store, they sometimes get the wine buyer to recommend certain wines by writing like a little description. I do, but I don't always know if I can trust that. What if they're just being fed information by their supplier it's true. or well, something? Well, okay. So here's the deal with Full Pole Wines. Full Pole Wines, we have met the founder of Full Pole Wines. We've sat down, we've tasted wines with him. This is a a service based here in Seattle. You sign up for their mailing list online. Each week is it, Matthew? Is it each week? It's Yeah, every week. Wow. They send you an email where they basically describe for you and tell you great stories about wonderful wines, both local, domestic, and imported. Yeah, I'm looking at one right now that uh, is for a wine that's available in microscopic quantities. So cool. And so you get this, you know, you get this information about why you should drink this wine and what's cool about this wine or what's delicious about this wine. And you know you can trust the person on the other side of the description. It's really cool. So to get on the mailing list and get access to those boutique wines, go to fullpullwines.com. I'm Matthew. And I'm Molly. And this is Spilled Milk, the show where we cook something delicious, eat it all, and you can't have any. Today, we are going to enjoy a Vietnamese junk food box. And it was sent to us by listener Helena, who I, I should listener say- Listener Dr. Helena. Listener Dr. Helena. Is it Dr. Listener Helena, or is it Listener Dr. Helena? I you mean, know, I used to have a, uh, a professor in high school who had a doctorate, and we referred to him as Dr. Gens. But anyway, he always said that his middle name was Master, so he made us call him Mr. Dr. Master. Master Sir, when he was feeling prickly. Wow, that would be funny 0.5 times. <laughs> um, okay, so listener Dr. <laughs> Helena, um, who is a dermatologist who uh, who works, um, who, who goes to Vietnam once a year to do some uh, pro bono work. Yeah, do you yeah, call it I... pro bono work when it's a doctor or only when it's a lawyer? I think you call it a volunteer Volunteer effort. work, yeah. Um, can I read a little bit of her letter? Because this work is really interesting and really important. Um, okay. Please do. So this is from... Uh, listener Dr. Helena's letter. 
Every year, a group of dermatologists travels to Ho Chi Minh City, aka Saigon, to join the Vietnamese doctors there in a volunteer effort to take care of kids with vascular anomalies, birthmarks, genetic disorders, and other rare skin conditions. These conditions are a major health issue for the children in Vietnam because the country lacks the means of effective and early intervention. Over the past several years, they've provided free medical evaluation and treatment for over 4,800 children up to five years of age. What what have we done during that time? God, nothing, Matthew. Um, Recently, they expanded their capacity to provide free medical care to children up to 12 years of age. Anyway, so so yeah, they're they're expanding their scope to to address all kinds of care for kids, including surgery, radiology, pathology, all kinds of stuff. So this is super amazing. This like collaboration between Vietnamese and and U.S. doctors. Yeah, and it sounds like they took a lot of time out of their schedule to pick <laughs> junk food for us. Yeah, yeah, and and roped in some some local Vietnamese doctors to help out with that also. Yes, Doctor Trang is one who was mentioned a number of times who um, apparently was very patient with listener Dr. Helena as she was picking out junk food. Uh-huh. Uh, I guess it, it took a while in the mm-hmm. market. And um, and Dr. Trang described a number uh, of the, the, the treats today in more detail with, you know, a, a, a Vietnamese context. Yep. So, yeah, if you want to learn learn more about this, this group medical effort, you can go to the website. Uh, it is VietnamVac. That's VietnamVac.org. Yeah, it's pretty yep. cool. It's an organization that sends junk food to, yeah, to American to podcasters. Completely useless podcasters. So so this is listener from listener Dr. Helena uh, with the assistance of... Dr. Trang. Uh, Dr. Min, Dr. Trang, and Dr. Bo. Gosh, thank all of you lovely, lovely humans. So should we dig in? Yeah, and how should we in. how should we cheese plate this, Molly? You so so I I should also add that the the box that the doc, listener Dr. Helena sent us was so abundant that I I I went through and I had to choose maybe two thirds of of the items for us to taste today because there was just so much. So we're gonna start with some of the savory items today, and um, hold on, let me let me grab them. Yeah, please do grab some savories. Let's start with the green bean cake, the gold dragon green bean cake yep. of Hai Hai Duong. Oh my. Gosh, I just want to apologize in advance to speakers of Vietnamese because I am going to destroy it. I think you're going to nail every word perfectly. Okay, so this is this is Ban Dao Shang Huang Nguyen Bak San Hai Duong. It's a Huang Nguyen Gold Dragon Green Bean Cake of of Hai Duong. Okay. I don't know what a green bean cake. It's in I, this really satisfying red package. Yeah, it looks Ooh. it looks festive. Oh my gosh! Okay, you you slide it out, and it's got like a little tray that these little cakes slot into, like a like the tray that that a fig Newton slots Ex- into. Yes, exactly. And it looks like they're individually wrapped. Ooh, in these pleasing little papers. I'm scared of the the idea of a green bean cake. Yeah, a lot of this stuff uh, feels a little outside my comfort zone. Okay, wait. So Matthew. Oh wow, that's beautiful packaging. Really, this is like lovely packaging, and it looks like what's inside is broken into many pieces intentionally. Sort of looks like a broken. miniature pack of cigarettes. It does. Ooh. Oh, this is sweet, Matthew. Smell it. It also oh, smells wow. like incense or or like cigar smoke or something. Oh, cool! And it, whoa, oh, does this have like a halva texture? What the heck is this? It sure does. Okay, would you read us what what listener Doctor Helena says? This is the most characteristic snack of Hai Duong, a small area in the Red River Delta. 
the sweetness and fattiness of the cake with the acrid, slightly mm. bitter taste of teacups. Taste of teacups. <laughs> <laughs> acrid, slightly bitter taste of teacups. <laughs> Dr. Trang called these very traditional. I knew that I was getting like a cigar smoke vibe from this. I Are you getting like a smoke? I, lo- I mean, I was this about to good. swear. I fucking love this. Yeah. This tastes like yeah, halva. I'm sorry. We're going to have to cut that out. You can't swear on our show. Halva meets um, cigar smoke. Yeah. It, it is Are you very- getting it? Yeah. Oh my gosh, this is so delicious. It's it great. is so crumbly. I don't know how you're supposed to eat it exactly. Like, do you just squeeze it into your mouth? Yeah, kinda? I kind of feel like I'm just going to have to, like, uh, snort it or something. I think you're going to have to snort it. I think you're going to have to dip it like snuff. I, I actually don't even know what that means. <laughs> that is so gross. <laughs> the way I just tried to get it into my mouth was really an abomination. Wow, this is really difficult to eat, but so worth yep. it. Mm, um, I love that. It's kind of peanutty. Yeah, mm, it's, I, there's a lot going on there. It's like, remember that that Mexican peanut disc <laughs> that we got in, in the Mexican junk food pack that was sort of halva like, but it was like powdered peanut. It was real good. Didn't we also get something like that in the Indian junk food box? That might be what I was thinking of. <laughs> it it was very halva like. Yeah. No, the Indian one was something different. I don't think it was peanut. I know which I know which thing you mean. We've gotten a lot. This seems. Oh my to be gosh! A, I can't wait to eat more of this. Maybe every place in the world has its own version of halva. Oh, this is so good. Should we just stop there? Yeah, game over. That is great. Okay, thank you, listener, Dr. Helena, for sending us this delicious snack box. Now I'm just going to eat a whole What's, bunch of this stuff. What do you think stuff? the exchange rate is on the rest of this stuff? Can we just uh, trade it in for, for more of the uh, green bean cakes? Okay, what next? So we've got, uh, gosh, this I'm is... I'm this. Wait, I, actually, I want, there's a couple things I want to get over with. Yeah, <laughs> okay. So like this one. This is very difficult to open. It is uh, Kom Che Cha Bong, uh, and it is very traditional, like puffed rice with dried shredded meat on top. This one is shredded pork and spices, which was awesome because just now when I was checking, this is listener Helena speaking, Google Translate wanted to tell me it was dried dried father piggy. Oh, I don't like that. I I figured this was going to be tough. Ew, um, it tastes like a chemical. Mm -hmm. It's very stale. It tastes like a chemical. It tastes like I'm eating something that's going to poison me. However, at the end, I did get a oh, rice flavor. Kind of spicy. It's spicy. Yeah. I liked it at the okay. end. But there was definitely something the begin- at the beginning where I was like, poison, poison, poison. And then <laughs> and every rose has its thorn. <laughs> but you know what? This is nothing but a good time. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm once Just bitten and twice shy. Not poison. <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute. Wait, wait, give, me, mm-hmm. give me a second to think about what that was. Motley Crue. No, uh, once bitten, twice shy. My, 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 once bitten, twice shy. <laughs> Great Warrant. White. Warrant. Nope. Great White? Really? Yeah. Huh. Wait, but didn't Great White also do... Oh, shit, who did... Um, Who had Tawny Katane rolling around on the hood of the Jaguar? Wasn't that Great White? <sighs> no. I think that was... White Snake. White Snake. Yes. yes. Oh, my God. I just spat on the microphone. Oh, um, I. You know what? I have never lost my appreciation for that one White Snake song. <laughs> I have never lost my appreciation for any White Snake song. Okay, great. Okay. Does that mean you never had appreciation for no, any No, okay. I love White Snake. Uh, I mean, in a 80s hair metal yeah. love kind of way. This episode is brought to you by The Great Courses Plus. You know, Matthew, I, I know you and I are both curious people, and, and we love to learn. Yes, I love to learn as long as I don't have to get off my couch. Okay, well, uh, I've got the thing for you. Okay. I've got the thing for you. It is The Great Courses Plus. What do I do? 
So you sit there in front of your computer or your tablet, for that matter, and you can get access to over 8,500 video lectures presented by top professors on pretty much anything you want to learn about. Uh, I found one that I thought was really interesting. It is a course given by your fellow spilled milk listener, Ken Albala who is a uh, professor of history. And Wait a minute. It, we have real educated people who listen to this show. Uh, we have one. One, okay. <laughs> and, and, of course, the Great Courses Plus snapped him up. He teaches food, a cultural culinary history, uh, you know, everything you want to know about the history of, um, you know, why, why we eat what we eat. Stuff you that you're not going to learn about on this show. Absolutely not. No. no. So if you want to find that and literally thousands of other lectures about topics that interest you, uh, go to thegreatcoursesplus.com slash milk to sign up and get a free month. You can, you can uh, take Ken's class. You can take a photography class. You can, you can like nail several classes in the course of this month, and then you'll love it forever. Yeah, and that's, you get that by going to thegreatcoursesplus.com slash milk. So what's next? Should we try the, the cheeky chick? Yeah, let's try the cheeky chick. Um, okay, so would you read uh, listener Dr. Helena's description? <clears throat> no clue what this is. <laughs> <laughs> Only that we had to buy it because we couldn't stop saying fave tasty cheeky chick, cheeky chick, cheeky stick. My four-year-old is obsessed with the name of this product and so am I. She doesn't even mention whether she ever tried it. Okay, so yeah, it says Chicky Chick, and then right beneath it, it says Five Tasty Chicky Chick, and then it says Chicky Stick. Here's my guess as to what this is. I think this is like a chicken in a biscuit cracker only... Uh, in stick form, maybe maybe like a shoestring, dried shoestring potato. I totally messed up opening it. Can you oh. help? I did it with sheer brute force. Oh, hmm. Hmm. Wow. Huh. They look hmm. like little. Not bad. Grows on me. You know what? It tastes like chicken bouillon in a cracker. Mm-hmm. It's you know what it's a lot like is pretz, the uh, Jap- pretz. Japanese. Like the savory version ooh, of pokey sticks? That does grow on me. Mm-hmm. At first, I'm like, ooh, wow, I just opened the jar of better than bouillon. Yep. But then it really grows on me, and I start getting this like fatty crackery flavor that I like. There should be a, a cracker just called fatty crackers. Fatty crackery. Mm. No, the, fatty, the fatty, fatty crackery will be our cracker restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this next thing is, and we're, we're going to post a picture of some, some of this of stuff. These, yeah. Oh, God, these are really pleasing to touch. And this look at. is Bon Man. It says, these kind of dissolve in your mouth. Very snacky. Hmm. 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 Ooh, is it sweet or? Yeah, that's sweet. It's oh, sweet. Powdery. It kind of dissolves in your mouth. Huh. What is that made of? What the heck is it's that? It's sort of like those after dinner mints, the the kind mm, uh-huh. that are very like uh, spongy. It's kind of like a, a it's it's like a meringue though. It, it is. Uh-huh. It, it might be a meringue. It's got this weird taste that I cannot put my finger on. That's like some sort of a flour. Yeah, like a I know I mean, what you mean, like a powder. I don't dislike it. No, it's um, in a pinch. I would snack on this. <laughs> I, it's one of those things, and this doesn't happen often. I'm having trouble identifying whether it's sweet or savory. Oh, sure. It's like, I genuinely can't tell. It's like that thing about how uh, blindfolded most people can't tell white from red wine. Yeah, I mean, I really cannot tell if this is sweet or savory. I think it's sweet-ish, not sweet-ish. 
<laughs> wow, I've, I don't think I've ever had that experience before of being like, is this, I, what am I, have, I eating? I have trouble telling whether things are Swedish or not. Okay, so uh, what are these? We've got one that looks like it's, oh, I think that listener Dr. Helena said that this was like really good corn nuts. Uh, like corn nuts, only so much better. It's um, Bap Chien Guan. Okay. Which is interesting because um, there, uh, I'm sure I've talked about this on the show before for one reason or another, that uh, there used to be an auto parts store on Capitol Hill in Seattle called Bap Gion, B-A-P-G-E-O-N, which is very similar to the name of this snack. Awesome. And uh, These, This snack will fix your car. Are you just going to hand me everything to- <laughs> Because these are really hard to open. You need scissors. For this one, I'm going to need scissors. Where are your scissors? They're hanging from the rack in the kitchen. Yeah, we should have just gone with scissors from day one, from minute one. From day one. Yeah, of life. from from day one of life, you should be issued a pair of scissors. First, it should be those those uh, kid scissors, safety scissors, yeah, safety ones that are like basically like Useless. a tiny bit of metal encased in plastic. They're okay. they're like the uh, good and plenties of scissors. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so glad you understood what I meant by that, or at least pretended to. Oh, God. Hmm. Hmm. Hmm, no. Okay. To I be, don't know. To be fair to listener Helena and the people of Vietnam, this this box has been sitting around for a couple of months before we cracked into it. Are you serious? Uh, sure. Wait a minute. I thought it just arrived. Well, let's tell the listeners it just arrived. <laughs> but also that it was sitting around for a couple of months, and that could be why these corn nuts are stale. Wait a minute. Why didn't we tape this show a long time ago? Because we had other stuff to do. I don't oh, know. Oh, Matthew. Okay, well, so anyway, listener, uh, doctor, listener, Dr. Helena, I think that that it's Matthew's fault that we're not getting these things in prime condition. It's everything is comes down to my fault one way or another. Okay, so what are these? Okay, these are Nui Chen Guan, another traditional one. OMG, these crazy, crunchy, deep fried macaroni things that are addictive. This may cause Molly a, quote, dental emergency. Hmm. If you... I think the Bap Chen Guan... Cost me more of a dental yeah, emergency. Yeah, these are not dental emergency material. I would love to know what these tasted like two months ago, Matthew. God, I am pissed. If you... I'm going to drown my sorrows in some halva. If you sustain a dental emergency in the course of taping this episode, do you, do you think um, listener Helena can fix that up for you at no charge? listener Dr. Helena is a dermatologist, Matthew. What if, you said dental emergency. Well, I know, but I figure in Dentist a pinch. Dentist is different from dermatologist. I just realized that. <laughs> okay, okay, what do we got here? Fried uh, Vacuum fried taro chips. What is Ka- vacuum Kauai fried? Kauai Monsei, vacuum fried taro chips. Oh, hold on. I can't wait to read the English translation on the back. The product is manufactured from the modern technology chain, assuring the food's hygiene safety and obtaining high crispness and sponginess but always maintaining natural color and flavor of fresh ripened fruits. And especially the chemical substance is not used in the process of production. Um, okay, I, I was like, I can't find these on the on the guide prepared by listener Dr. <laughs> Helena. Yes, go ahead. So the storage instructions. Store the product in a cool, dry place and keep it tight from opening. <laughs> oh, they, tight, they, they know we keep it tight around here. Come on. Keep it tight from opening. You don't have to tell us. God, I want American companies who produce, you know, products with primarily English language labels. I want them to start using 
the same people that these foreign that the, like these other yes. companies are using uh-huh. to write the copy um, because I want to be told to keep it tight from opening. <laughs> does it does it say anywhere on their uh, recommended storage instructions? Uh, keep in a cardboard box in your closet <laughs> for a few months and then remember it was there. Oh, Matthew, I'm so upset. Ooh, okay. So here we have the vacuum fried taro. Chip. Let me tell you everything. I'm going to keep it tight. Everything listener Dr. Helena t- says about this. Uh, taro chips, we couldn't bring you traditional Vietnamese ice cream, so we brought freeze-dried versions of our favorite flavors. One popular ice cream parlor in Saigon, although according to our Vietnamese friends, totally trendy and not traditional, is called Fanny, leading to endless giggles for the British and Australian tourists. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep, got it. So cute, so yum. Oh, it's, this it, is not what I expected. It's interesting to me that these are totally unsalted. Yeah. Like, I think it'd be, deli- it, it's like a French fry that's hmm. freeze-dried, but that's not salted. Really nice taro mm. flavor. Yeah. Um, first bite, I was like, I don't think I like this. But then second bite, I did like it. I'm going to try. So so in the same packaging, we have jackfruit chips. Oh, God. No, I can't, I don't think... I can't even bite into it. Uh, I Sorry, I got a little bit of spit on it. I just smelled uh, it and I couldn't, couldn't I, bite it. I don't it. think I can either. Jack Jackfruit is, is a real tough sell uh, for someone who grew up eating mostly peanut butter, I think. What is What is jackfruit? I mean, it's related. It's it's related to a durian. I think it's a it's a stinky tropical fruit. Oh God, the smell of it is really hard for me. Um, it's okay. also a private investigator. It says used directly, <laughs> which we did not do. Okay, wait, hold on. Can I see if there's anything good in the? <laughs> Does the... it say apply liberally? Oh man, I yeah, I I've had jackfruit at um, the Indian restaurant that was briefly here in Seattle, Shanique. Uh huh. And I had jackfruit in like a curry sauce. Sure. And I had no idea that it was this stinky in its non, non-curried version. Wow, that's tough. Wow, I can't. I can't. Gosh, I feel so meek, but I can't do it. Mm. Oh, this is good. What are these? Well, these came in a sealed can. They knew. They knew it was going to me. I guess. Uh, these are uh, coconut-covered peanuts. OMG, we ate them like all the fat Americans we are. No, we ate them all like the fat Americans we are. That's, again, listener Helena speaking. I could see how these would really grow on you. This is all... Mm, really nice We've gotten crunch. this kind of thing before. It's a whole category of snacks in Asia that is um, something-coated peanuts. Yeah. Like peanuts coated with something crispy. Yeah. I like them. I like them, too. I like these. I also really like that it came in this can. Like, I can imagine mm-hmm. just, like, throwing this can in my backpack. It, you know what this can is like? It's a little small for this, but it's a, like a can that a snake would jump out of yes. if you got it from a joke store. Yes. Like, here, I have this can of peanuts. Oops, snake. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I feel really assaulted by the jackfruit chips. I, just, <laughs> I feel really assaulted by a snake. I just didn't know that it was going to be that stinky because my first introduction to jackfruit was so... Curried. Yep. Should we try the freeze dried durian? I, Matthew, I, I, I don't remember the last time I put a food up to my mouth and had to pull it away before biting it. I don't remember like either, I but I'm sure jackfruit. it happened. It was on this show. Re- okay. Well, I'm willing to smell the durian and get close to it, but okay. I don't think I'm going to be able to eat it. Let's smell the durian together. Okay. I feel resigned to my fate. Oh, wow. That was kind of good. I mean, it really tastes like durian. It's got much more of like a fruity smell than the jackfruit. <laughs> and Molly's spitting it out. <laughs> well, thanks for listening, everyone. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs>
So when I um when I was in Hong Kong a couple I'm years serious. ago, I need to get it out of my mouth. <laughs> it's okay, I'll vamp. Uh, when I was in Hong Kong a couple of years ago, <laughs> um, right near the Airbnb where I was staying, there was a night market and there was a durian seller that set up there every night with just mounds and mounds of durians, and I got so used to the smell that that like it doesn't bother me anymore. Having said that, I never bought one. <laughs> I'm just going to sit here eating these peanuts while Molly is in crisis. <laughs> okay, here's what happened. After spitting out the freeze-dried durian, Molly ran to the kitchen and grabbed a <laughs> bag of, of, ranch, of ranch Fritos and is, and is eating handfuls of them. <laughs> while weeping copiously. While weeping copiously. Look at my face. <laughs> Her face is... Literally streaked with tears. This. That was so upsetting, Matthew. I don't remember the last time I put something in my mouth that made me feel like I just needed to get out of my body. But I mean, think how happy the Frito Frito Lay Corporation would feel if if they heard this story. Do you think we could get them as a sponsor? <laughs> like they'll they will see you through any sort of flavor crisis. <laughs> I needed something that had a really strong flavor. Yep. And these delivered. Oh my God, Matthew! Like there was something about the way that stuck in my teeth, and I mm -hmm. couldn't get rid of it. And oh my God, that was so upsetting. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Spice Islands. So you can picture the Spice Islands label, right? Spice Islands has meant cooking to me since I was a kid. My parents used to buy Spice Islands. I'm sitting here and sniffing a jar of Spice Islands cumin. It's fragrant. It makes me think about making a big pot of chili to last Ooh. the whole winter. Ooh, man, I was thinking like some black beans. Yes. Yeah. Some Ooh. of each. It, we could make black bean chili. I think my dad used to use Spice Islands cumin in his black beans. I guarantee it. So look for Spice Islands in your grocer's premium spice section. And for some great recipes and cooking ideas, go to spiceislands.com slash milk. So I don't know if Molly's coming back or not for, for the rest of this episode um, or ever. So uh, you can find us online at, uh, oh, thanks again to uh, listener Dr. Helena and, uh, and the whole team um, who are doing actual important work in Vietnam while we spit Oh my God, but also, send, also sending that delicious green bean cake. And the green bean cake. And I, I'm going to finish these coconut peanuts. Oh my God. Wow. I am really sorry. I, you know, I want to be better than someone who dislikes stinky tropical fruit mm -hmm. that much. Like I want to be the game. I want to be that game, man. But I mean, durian, durian is like the end boss. Like you, <sighs> you've defeated all of the, the Bowser and the, the birdie. What are you talking about? <laughs> um, I'm Super Mario. <laughs> oh my God. It, no, you have I just to, you have really to... didn't think it would be that bad. I oh. just thought that I was, I was, I thought I was capable of doing it. Well, I mean, I think it's important that we all know our limitations, right? Oh God! So uh, you can find us online at spilledmilkpodcast.com, uh, where we'll post a <laughs> list of most of the things that we tried. Uh, you can find us at uh, facebook.com/slash/spilledmilkpodcast. Like, I mean, can you handle durian? <laughs> I'm not talking to Molly. I'm talking to the listener. I know the answer for Molly. I'm so disappointed in myself. I'm not. I think I think it's um, not everybody has to like durian. I don't either. <laughs> Although I did. But you said it was good when you bit into that. I mean, but so I didn't I believed, go back for more. But, but I, I mean, I did. That I was going to be capable of it. Oh. Um. Maybe I was just stringing you along. I don't you even were. remember. You were. I okay. was stringing. 
please leave us a review on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, um, anything else? Any other other I'm services? Just recovering. Did uh-huh. you did you mention Instagram? Uh, oh, please find us on Instagram. It's uh, at Spilled Milk Podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And uh, I guess what what have we been posting lately? Our trip to Japan was at this point weeks ago. Well, we'll, we'll post some stuff. Yeah, I think Molly is broken. How I'm, this I'm, has happened a lot of times on this show, <laughs> where Matthew that, basically has to finish the show because well, I'm no, incapacitated. No, it, it's not always me. I, I mean, sometimes sometimes I have been broken. That's true. On the 420 episode, I man, you were utterly broken. Yep. You went down a deep dark. I went down, down a hole. Like like a prize fighter who has lost a prize. And I just sat there giggling. Yep. Yep. And uh until next time, uh thank you. Thank you for listening to Spilled Milk. We're keeping it tight and what was the other thing? Uh, keeping it tight, like before opening. Keeping it tight. Keeping it tight from opening. Keeping it. We're keeping it tight from opening <laughs> since 2010. <laughs> I'm Matthew Amsterburton. I'm Molly Weisenberg. Look, I know gums are like skin. You can't <laughs> fool me. The legends are true. Our overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes. The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last.